Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Sam Adams show currently ranked 170th in Qatar in the society and culture tab whoa what a feeling yeah you know shout out to Qatar always loved the country great country and now we're ranking up there so thank you for your support in Qatar thank you everyone for listening thank you to the sponsors let's get right to work folks welcome to this week's episode Today we will be discussing the impact of social media on our lives. No doubt social media has become an integral part of modern society. But what are the implications of this constant connectivity? There is no more privacy. Cancel culture from tweets made 10 years ago. And... Just the invasion by big companies into our lives. So we'll look at that. And then next, we will be taking a look at the relationship between religion and society. Religion has played a significant role in shaping cultures around the world. And let's look at how it has evolved over time. Finally, we will dive into the fascinating world of art and how it reflects the values and beliefs of different cultures alike. From ancient cave paintings to contemporary performance art, we'll explore the ways in which art has been used to express people's individuality. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Let's get right into our first topic today, social media. As many of you guys know, TikTok is considered being banned actually right now by the U.S. government with severed ties in the relationship with China, who, although does not own the U.S., version of TikTok, its parent company, ByteDance, did indeed found it. This is something that I'm very anti against banning a social media company as it harms freedom of speech. They want to continue to control us, continue to control our voices. Don't let the people speak. Don't let them have any opinions. So, 
I think that's why they really want to ban TikTok. Because if it was really about privacy, security, I'm sorry, but there's a lot of companies that get just as much, if not more, data, even in the social media world. So it is interesting to think about that they pick TikTok. Granted, like I did mention, it is a Chinese-founded company, and the Chinese Communist Party has not exactly been the greatest of parties. So I do understand some security measures, but... You know, to ban TikTok, I just don't think that that would be smart. I do not. And, you know, there is a little bit of personal belief in here as TikTok has brought me so much success in my short career. And where would I be without TikTok? I have no idea. But as a digital creator, TikTok is very important to me and I don't want to see it go you know I've made a lot of close friends there met a lot of cool people made a lot of cool content worked with so many brands and it really is an incredible platform if you're not on TikTok I would get on it right away it's really fun very addicting though yes very addicting I've heard that that is also a kind of con that lawmakers are talking about is it a good use of time I don't know you know probably not the best use of time but I think it's fun and hey you know there's a reason why it's the most popular app okay you don't just become the most popular app out of a joke out of something else no because it is well run it is smooth It is the smoothest social media app I've ever used, for sure. The algorithms are incredible. It points you directly to the videos that you want to see. And it is a friend-based... It is not a friend-based social media app. And you might ask what that means. What that means is you have apps like Snapchat and Facebook, or at least the old Facebook, where... Uh, posts and activities and interests would come up based on your friends' activities. For TikTok, the For You page comes up, has nothing to do with who your friends are, who you friended back in fifth grade, sixth grade. It just shows what you're interested in and tailors your videos to your interests. So I think that that has just been the game changer amongst all social media platforms for sure so you know you got the pros of social media which is for sure it allows us to meet new people allows us to stay connected it's fun right it's a form of entertainment for sure so i would say those are all great pros you look at some of the cons and granted look i'm all for social media but you got to look at the cons in every situation and There are, yes, a lot of cons in social media. In my personal experience, it has turned me less social. I am on my phone now in public a lot, at home. Am I proud of it? No, but the algorithms, they get you so addicting. So 
yeah, you know, it's addicting. That is a big con to social media, in my opinion. Very addicting. You even have people like Elon Musk, founder of Tesla and now the owner of Twitter, who just tweeted the other day. He's been up all night reading tweets. So these social media companies, right, they are very addicting. So I would say that's a big con, uh, first and foremost. I think another con when it comes to social media is the negative content you see on there. You have people like Gary Vee, look, love the guy. He says, you get what you see, you know, if you want to see positive content, you'll find that. If you want to see negative content, you'll find that. You know, and I, I agree with that in a sense, but also algorithms put certain videos in your face now and you don't really have a say of whether or not you wanted to see that and get frustrated about a certain topic, a certain political stance, and that just shows up right in your face and gets you angry. For me, I'm very passionate about Israel, Israeli rights, and I see a lot of anti-Israel stuff that will come up on my pages recommended by the algorithm because I'm searching about Israel or something similar along those lines and then I get very angry because I see a video that I didn't want to see and it just makes me so mad and it's dangerous you know thankfully I understand it's just a video I can turn it off a lot of people don't though let's be real about it a lot of people see a post and it can cause them to do angry stuff in the real world so I think yes there are a lot of negative content on social media with that said I think another con is the censorship that big tech has had on American opinions voices people and these days it feels like if you have a different opinion you get shadow banned you get banned from social media and a lot of people I follow they've been banned from social media and I don't think that's fair right for a company to decide if someone's able to communicate with other people how does that make us much different from the Chinese Communist Party where you don't get a say either in having your own opinions and differing from everybody else? So I think the censorship that social media is doing right now to certain groups, especially conservatives, very dangerous. So there you got the pros and cons of social media. Obviously, I'm pro-social media, but it is having a major impact on our society. And I try to limit my daily time. I really do, but it is not easy. Okay, moving on. Let's take a look at the complex relationship between religion and society. So religion and society have always gone 
hand in hand in most parts of the world. Even going back to the early days of Egypt, right? They all were so keen on the pharaohs and the afterlife and the different gods. This made up their whole society. The whole process of the afterlife and burying the mummies. And I would say religion made up, for the most part, all of Egypt culture. I think it was all based on religion and based on gods. And you look at the evidence and that's what it shows, right? They built these incredible pyramids that today we cannot replicate with the same tactics. A lot of conspiracy theories go into that about how it was even made. But anyway, regardless, that whole pyramid, if it was actually indeed made by the Egyptians, it was these people's life's work, right? To honor their... Pharaoh in the afterlife by giving him a beautiful coffin uh, to lay eternally. So religion, if you look at places like Egypt, it has always had a big, big role in society. Then you go on to other civilizations, such as the Greeks, And once again, you know, religion played a big part on their society. All their gods, Zeus, Athena, all of them. And it played an important role in their government decisions, how they interacted with each other, how they based their lives. So... Once again, we do see that religion played a big role in the society, in another society. And then you have societies such as the Jewish people, the Israelites, who they have always based their culture and day-to-day lives on their religion. Okay. Your first kind of mission, if you will, as a Jewish young person is to get bar bon mitzvah, which takes you into the adult phase of your life. Well, back in the day it did more than today as a bar mitzvah is a 13-year-old boy and then a 12-year-old for... You need to be 12 for a girl to be bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah is for a girl, bar mitzvah is for a boy. But yeah, you know, that's a big part of the culture. It always has been. It is a big part of the culture today in Israel. So you have cultures and countries like Israel and the Jewish people that religion plays a major role in their day-to-day life as well. You know, I think you look at today, 
people say that religion doesn't play that big of a role into culture, society. And I would agree with that, as that is kind of what the founding fathers, at least in the United States of America, believed when they decided to separate church and state. They did not want to combine those two as they faced discrimination from their state based on their religion, which was the original reason that people moved to America. So they wanted to separate that. And I get it. You know, I totally get it. Makes sense um, to separate church and religion. At the same time, I do wonder if we've separated church and state too much. Have we gone too far in the other direction where we don't even acknowledge church in many places in the country today, right? Should they students be praying more in schools? Should students be taught more guidelines and principles from the Bible, from the Torah, and Muslim schools from the Quran? You know, should they be taught these principles? I think that there definitely is a little bit of lack of religion today in our youth and amongst our children. They don't have the same belief system as people have had for centuries. I remember even when I was in school, it was almost frowned upon to be religious to be different from the pack. And I don't think that is something we want either. Okay, maybe we want church and state separate, but do we want now state to be looked at as better than church? And I think that's the direction that we're going in. People are ostracized for praying these days. Even in the NFL, you have... Someone like Tim Tebow, who I think many can argue comes off as a great person, right? He prays, he's got good values, he gives back. But the media, the state, they have made fun of him many times for praying. Not treating him respectfully at all. And... I don't think that's okay either. So it is interesting always to see the relationship between church and state. And I think it should obviously play a role in many decisions based on important principles that guide us, such as the Bible and the Ten Commandments, and I believe that those principles have guided us for thousands of years, if not more. And we should continue to allow these principles to guide us.
and to be faithful in God and to never ever ostracize someone for being religious, which I'm sorry to tell you folks, it happens. It does. It really does, unfortunately. Alright, so next we will dive into the fascinating world of art. Recently, I was gifted an NFT. For those of you that don't know what that is, a non-fungible token, which is digital art that is almost a currency, or it is a currency. So... Think of drawing a stick figure on your iPhone and selling that as a digital piece of currency. Obviously, you need to do a few more steps. You need to mint it, which means tying it to a cryptocurrency. And I will get more into this uh, on another podcast as I've received many questions about it. But um, basically what you need to know, NFT is a digital piece of art that can be used as a currency, that is used as a currency. So this week I got my first and I've bought my first NFT and it's cool, man. You know, it's really cool to have your own non-fungible token i recommend getting one not to mention it diversifies your portfolio right if you have a profitable nft oh you can make millions the people that had the board ape which was a very popular nft collection for those of you that don't know it went viral a lot of rappers picked it up. Eminem changed it to his profile picture. A board ape NFT, Snoop Dogg, many more celebrities, and it picked up the board ape NFT and was selling for millions of dollars. If you had a board ape NFT, so if you bought this digital piece of art for five hundred dollars, beginning of twenty twenty, you could have sold it for multi-million dollars uh, at the end of 2021 which is crazy to think about art is very alive and well right now and it is allowing humans to express themselves as it always has you know going back to the caves going back to their earliest days humans have always used art to share a story to share how they feel and i think that's awesome you know i really do and i think now with digital art it's also becoming easier for more people to get involved in the art game you had even donald trump release a bunch of nft trading cards of him in different uniforms and backgrounds. It was pretty cool. So you um, can make your own NFTs. And yeah, I'll get into that as well. How to make your own NFT. First and foremost, 
you will need to get a drawing app or be good at drawing. Not necessarily good, I guess. You can be bad. Although, be prepared that your drawing may not sell. But, anyway, you can make a drawing or get a drawing app. You draw your creation. Your creation is created. And then you upload that to a website, which this is the one I use, not paid to promote this, just the one I use and I found it runs well, OpenSea, O-P-E-N-C-S-E-A. So then you place your NFT on OpenSea. You have to mint the NFT, which means making it the non-fungible token that it is so you tie it into a cryptocurrency you'll have to buy a cryptocurrency ethereum which is the one that works with nfts and then you can list it on OpenSea, and then you share your link and people can buy it it's a little more complex than that but that's the basics and there's plenty of youtube videos out there where you can watch a few minutes of it and you'll find out, you know, right away um, how to do it. It's not that hard. If you do have any questions, though, please reach out to me. I'll be happy to help you for free. Um, and you can reach out on my Instagram direct messages, sam.adam.insta, and I'll be happy to answer you there. Yeah, I like Instagram direct messages. It's nice, it's professional, and everyone has Instagram. I do prefer TikTok as an overall social media service, but I do prefer Instagram's messaging system, so feel free to shoot me over there a message if you need help setting up your NFT, and let's do it, you know, let's do it. But, um... Yeah, you know, art has just always been something that I have loved to do. It has brought me meaning in life. And music, I would almost say, is my language. It's a language I speak. It's one of the languages I speak. And that is a very great form of art. That is a big form of art. And, yeah, you know, I think it's all... You can also find art, in my opinion, in anything you do, right? Is an accountant making a spreadsheet? Is that a form of art, in my opinion? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a piece of art without a doubt. It's a very technical piece of art. Does that make it better or worse than a more abstract piece? That is for the buyer to decide or the viewer. But in my opinion... Art can really be found in anything. You know, you can find art in sales, right? Making a creative pitch to your customers. That is almost being an artist in my book. And even in the business world, creating a business, that's an art form. Oh, yeah, 100%. You look at a company like Meta, right? They're... 
whole new logo and branding. It's great art. Really great art. Um, and I think they've done a nice job also switching from Facebook to Meta. And they're doing a great job with their art there, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, that's all we have for today, folks. Thank you for tuning in. If you or someone you know wants to be on the show, please contact 847-338-9883. Otherwise, stay blessed. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless America. God bless your family. Stay golden.